Welcome to Yell at Your Fat, a lighthearted show devoted to lightening up both figuratively and literally. My name is Wendy. This is episode six of 139. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? Hello. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to Yell at Your Fat. By listening to this show, you are saying that you want to change your life for the better. And that is absolutely the best kind of statement to make. And I'm just really, really proud to be doing this show for everybody. And I'm, and I'm very, very thankful for everybody who listens. Next, I'd like to say that I am not a licensed dietitian, nutritionist, or doctor. I'm just a girl that has lost 139 pounds by changing my brain and utilizing diet and exercise tricks to their fullest potential. And I've been through this and succeeded, and I want to pass on the things I've learned to you. So fat shouldn't be something that makes you sad. It's something that should irritate you and motivate you to change. Yell at your fat. And someone left me a voicemail and yelled at some fat people. And it just sounded like I said they yelled at some fat people. And no, that's not what I mean. They yelled at some fat, comma, people. (laughs) I have voicemail. I have voicemail. I have voicemail. Thank you. Please hang up and try again. 
That was so cool. She actually yelled at someone else's fat. How totally cool is that? I think the next time I might yell, you know, at someone else's fat too, because I started thinking it's kind of like how children start to tune out their parents' voices over time. You know, maybe my fat will start to tune me out. So I'll need somebody else to yell at my fat and then I can yell at their fat. (laughs) But seriously, I really appreciate you telling your clients about the show and thank you so much for calling. Now, before we get into today's topic, uh, I have a very important song for you to listen to because... I've got a little thing that I like to call listener mail. I got listener mail, I got listener mail, oh there's mail out there and I got it. It's listener mail, yeehaw! I am so happy. (laughs) I have been getting so many emails and they are all absolutely fantastic, warm, funny emails, and I want all of you to hear them. They're so wonderful. Um, But to keep the show moving along a little bit, I'm just going to be reading some excerpts from the emails to you today. But I am going to post the letters in their entirety on my website at yellatyourfat.com if you'd like to read them, you know, in their entirety. They'll be up there. But this first email is really exciting for me. And it's exciting because... It is a first for Yell at Your Fat history. It's from a dude. His name is Jason, and he has a couple of really neat websites that he does, and he blogs on ncnblog.com, and he wrote a little review about Yell at Your Fat on there, which has been referring so many people to Yell at Your Fat. I mean, you have no idea. The response has really been fantastic from his blog. Um, And Jason, you know, I know you're listening and you really do have a huge audience out there on your website. So congratulations for that. Um, He's written me a couple of times and here are just a few excerpts from his emails. I really want to thank you for your cast. As I type, I've lost 14 of the 90 pounds that I plan to lose. My start day was September 29th, 2008, and I've been focused, focused, focused since that day. With three kids and a wife, I want to be around for as long as possible to take care of them, watch the kids grow up, and live a long, happy life with my wife. Your cast rocks. I love the way that you mix humor with wisdom, and if you ever need a dig or stumble, feel free to contact me. Oh, and I love the songs. I also left a review with iTunes. <laughs> Jason, Jason, you are so awesome. And first of all, I had to figure out what a dig and stumble are. <laughs> I, I did I did mention to everybody that I am a little tech savvy, but I just haven't really gone out into the, the world that is dig and stumble yet. But I really appreciate your offer for that. That was really cool. And it was very interesting to learn about what those things are. <laughs> I dig it. Um Okay, but you are definitely awesome. I'm so, so thankful for you and your story. And it really is amazing how you, you know, all of us, we just get caught up in our day-to-day lives. I mean, trying to to do everything we can think of to provide for our families. And we just work so hard and rest little and spend more time taking care of everything and everybody else but ourselves. And you know, then if, if we're lucky, 
then, you know, like I was lucky, a switch just flips for us and all of a sudden it hits us, you know. If I don't take care of my health and myself, you know, I'll never be able to really take care of my family. So, like, what good am I to my family and friends if I'm on a fast track to poor health and unhappiness and a shorter life? So, I know that your family is very proud of you, Jason, for all of your hard work and I've looked at your websites and I can see how focused you are. So I know you will succeed. So thank you so much for your email and for for being the first guy, (laughs) the first guy to write me. Uh, The next email is from a really nice lady named Amy from Ohio. And incidentally, for those of you who listened to episode four, I already apologized to Amy about my I Hate Ohio song. (laughs) So I'm in the clear there. (laughs) I I told her I was sorry about that. But I really did hate Ohio at that particular time in my life. It was just horrible. (laughs) But anyway, uh, here's a little bit of her email. I've been listening to your podcasts. I've lost over 100 pounds myself, and I think you hit the nail on the head about a lot of issues. I just subscribed because it's one of the most realistic, down-to-earth podcasts I've ever heard. It helps me to keep on track to start my day listening to it on the way to work. As a non-vegan slash vegetarian, I have to say that I don't feel like you only speak to those that are. I don't feel pressured to stop eating meat when I listen. Thanks, Amy in Ohio, a new big fan. And here's one more email that touches on similar notes from a lady named Olivia. I just found your podcast, Yell at Your Fat, last night, and I am hooked. I'm currently on the path to lose a total of 80 pounds and have 27 of those down. Sometimes the 53 left to go seems so daunting, but finding things like your show help keep me motivated. I've been overweight all of my life, and at times it feels like that's just who I am. When you said, you are not your fat, fat is fat, you are not fat, it really spoke to me. I love your sense of humor and your down-to-earth way of talking. You say what you believe and what worked for you, but you don't preach or try to force what worked for you onto listeners. It inspired and uplifted. I played your episodes today during housework, and I got more housework done than normal just because I didn't want to stop listening. Thank you for Yell at Your Fat. I look forward to future episodes. Olivia. Oh, you guys. Thank you, Amy and Olivia, for your kind words and your comments about the show. You both are truly amazing. I mean, you've both accomplished so much, and you're still seeking out new avenues to learn about health and fitness, and that is just so wonderful. And I really appreciate both your comments about my desire not to pressure people into being vegetarian or doing doing things a certain way, because it really is true. Um, I know that many aspects of being vegan will come out over the course of these podcasts. I mean, they, they just have to, because being vegan was truly a key part of my weight loss success, and I really believe that. But I would never, ever try to force an unwanted lifestyle on somebody else. I'm, I'm just going to tell you all how I did this whole weight loss thing, and it really is up to you as to whether or not you'd like to give some of my ideas a try or not, and, and I really hope you do. But uh, thank you both, Amy and Olivia, again, for those nice emails. Now, here's uh, another excerpt of an email from a listener named Stephanie, and this is the last email for the day. 
Stephanie found me by going to some websites of other health-related podcasts, and she sent me this really nice email, and so here's a little bit of it. I have been stuck at an unbearable weight for some time, and I keep starting an exercise program slash diet, and I always fall back into my old habits. I travel extensively for work, aircraft sales, and live in Dublin, Ireland, after being transferred here from New York City. The lifestyle is much different than New York, where I could hit the gym at lunch, not to mention that you walk everywhere. It's much more sedentary here, and the constant rain, wind, darkness compounds the desire to stay in when I get home, which I've used as an excuse long enough. You have inspired me to get out there. I can lose these 30 pounds if you can lose 139. That is so amazing. I have been whiny, depressed, angry long enough. I can certainly do something about it with your inspiration. I got my act together and hit a spin class last night at the gym, a first in two years. Thanks for your wonderful, uplifting podcasts, your easy laugh, hilarious songs, and fantastic rant at your fat is moving me along. Thanks again, Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie, (laughs) you rock. You go, girl. (laughs) I love so many of the things that you said here, you know, but mostly I love the I've used this as an excuse long enough part. And it is so true. We can't, we absolutely can't keep making excuses for why we're overweight anymore. We've got to start changing things. Many, many, many things right now. And this ties in really nicely with today's topic, which is train your brain to change. And I think a lot of us, at least I know I can speak for myself when I was nearly 330 pounds just a couple of years ago, I think many of us go through life eating things and doing things without even thinking about it. And when you do things, especially things that you do every day, like eating or driving, you actually start to space out and not even pay attention to what you're doing after a while. I mean, how many times have you driven to work and not remembered how you got there? You not remember a single thing after you got in the car. You just, all of a sudden you're there. Or here's one. Think about taking a shower. Do you realize that you wash the same things in the same order every day? And when I was in college, I learned about this concept and the professor, he asked us to change the order that we washed things while we were in the shower, you know, just mix it up a little for one week. And it totally messed me up. I mean, I I got in the shower every day and I was like, la, 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 taking my shower, la, 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 don't wash your face yet, wash something else, la, 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 you know. And then when I would turn the water off, I was like, did I wash that? (laughs) I have no idea if I washed that. (laughs) But um, this is is so much uh, the same with food. When you eat without paying attention or slowly gain weight without paying attention, you're hurting yourself and your health. And the worst part is you don't even notice it. I mean, you get in a rut. And you can't get out and you've just got to train your brain to change. And I understand that today's topic could be just massive. I mean, there are so many things that I could say that would fit into this particular show. So what I'd like to do is specifically narrow down my comments and talk only about training your brain to change how you think about food. 
And here's something interesting. And <laughs> I never thought that I would have ever needed to do this, but I went to dictionary.com and I got the actual definition for food. <laughs> and it's like, why would someone need to look up the definition you know, of a word that even three-year-olds understand? I don't know. I just found myself the other day just looking up the definition of food. And here it is. Any nourishing substance that is eaten, drunk, or otherwise taken into the body to sustain life, provide energy, or promote growth. So food is supposed to sustain life, provide energy, and promote growth. Think about food sustaining your life, providing energy, and promoting your growth. I mean, choose foods that will sustain your life. And... If you're wondering what what those foods are, I, I mean, I guarantee you, if you were on some freaky game show and you were shown a plate full of freshly steamed vegetables and also a plate of frosted donuts with sprinkles on them and told to pick the choice that you thought would most sustain your life and provide energy and promote growth, I mean, we all know it wouldn't be the stinking donuts. <laughs> I mean, we just know that, but... Seriously, I mean, you would lose a lot of money in the bonus round if you choose the donuts, my friends. So (laughs) donuts aren't the right answer. (laughs) But uh, when you choose your meal or your snack, just think about what you're choosing to eat. Don't just pick number three in the drive-thru like you normally do. Don't don't make these choices without thinking about them. Think about what your tr- your body is trying to tell you when you're feeling hungry or thirsty. You need food, not junk. Your body doesn't want crap. I mean, you may think it does, and your brain may want crap, but your body, trust me, does not want to eat crap. <laughs> it really doesn't. I mean, ever wonder why your stomach hurts after you've just crammed down a couple of candy bars and a supersized drink, it's because your body wanted food and you didn't provide food for your body. You gave it caca. <laughs> Quit giving your food caca. <laughs> now, I have this wonderful, wonderful friend named Heather. And Heather and I have been best friends since we were in the fifth grade. And at first, I really did not like her because. I remember this time, this right when she moved to, to the school, she was the new girl, and right when she moved there, the class had to do this project where we needed to color something. Don't even remember what it was, but she was the only person in the class that had a functioning black pen. And I remember asking her, I went up to this girl, and mind you, she was basically on my turf. I mean, she was new to the school and you would have thought that she would want to make a good impression, you know, on her new potential buds. <laughs> but when I asked this girl very nicely, if I could borrow her black pen, she looked at me straight in the eyes and said, no. And it wasn't even a nice no. It was like a get out of my face girl. No, you know, one of those nasty no's. <laughs> So I did not like her, and I avoided her like the plague for about a week. And then our class got into trouble one day, and somebody, not me, (laughs) but somebody, again, it was not me, I don't know, I never did anything bad, but somebody in the class did something really bad, and I don't even remember what it was, but when we came back in from recess one day, our teacher had rearranged our desks 
so that we were all sitting next to somebody different. And <laughs> my desk was next to the mean black pen girl, <laughs> right next to Heather. And actually from that day on, we have been best friends and we just have done everything together. And we used to have these huge, what we called pig out sessions. That's what we used to call them. And our food choices for these events were just horrible. And when we both got cars, when we were 16 and we got our cars, these sessions got even worse because we could go out and shop for all of our bad things together and just have the best time just picking out crap. But mainly I remember eating fudge covered Oreos and nacho cheese Doritos and Pepsi. And um, those are just the things that come to mind right now. But if it was bad for us, we pretty much ate it. <laughs> and, you know, it really worked out really well when I called my sister a couple episodes ago. So I'm going to try and give Heather a call. And she is really a super busy person. So she'll probably screen her calls and not answer when she sees my number <laughs> on the caller ID. <laughs> but let's just see if good old Heather remembers our pig out sessions. So here we go. She's not going to answer. Hi, you've reached Heather. Please leave a message. Bye. All right, Heather. Oh. <laughs> like I've never left a message before. Heather, you boogerhead. I'm trying to get a hold of you. And I need you to call me back. I'm trying to get you on Yell at Your Fat. So, I don't know where you are or why you're avoiding me, <laughs> but call me back, okay? Talk to you later, bye. Okay, if she doesn't answer this one, then she is no longer my friend. Three blind mice, three blind mice. <laughs> What's up? I ran out of gas while you were calling me. I was at my car while you were... Calling me, that's where I missed my call. Oh, no. I just ran out of gas in a drive through Yeah. Had to get the lady out, push me back so people could still get through. Yeah. Nice. So, do you need assistance at this point with gas? Oh, no. No, finally, then I called Rick. I'm like, Rick, come get me. So then he had to come get me. We went and got a gas can. Meanwhile, it was right across the street from Power Ford, and the guy that knows me, he had already ran across the street with a five gallon gas can. <laughs> But I locked my car and didn't know he was doing that for me. So then he calls us and says, I'm here with the gas can. We're like, well, we're already down here. So then he left. And we said, yeah. So now finally I got gas. I'm all better now. Oh, my God. Heather, I, I should probably at this point tell you that you are on the air with the country and the world. We have listeners all over uh, listening to oh, yell at your fat. Well, everybody can feel bad for me. Heather, you need to get yourself together, girl. You've got to to worry about uh, how much gas you have before you leave the house. Oh, no, here's the deal. So I've, I've been out, I mean, I've been on E for a day or so. And so... Oh, and Heather. They're in the town. <laughs> okay. So I call, it gets worse. So I call my friend and I was like, oh, I was, yeah, so she doesn't 
answer. You know what that's like because I don't answer. So I, it's frustrating. So I'm like, I left this voicemail going, oh uh, I just ran out of gas. I've got all your money. And I have her cash in my car. So that's why I locked it when I left because, you know, I, I mean, hello. So I'm sorry, everybody the out there. I'm totally sorry, everyone. Go ahead, Heather. <laughs> Because Heather, that is such a neat and interesting story. <laughs> hey, a neat, interesting story. Yes. Hey, hold on just for a second. I got a question for you. I'm telling everybody. Oh. I'm telling everybody about our pig out sessions that we used to have when we were growing up, and I just yeah. thought I would call you and ask you what <laughs> what you remember about those pig out sessions, like what we would do, what we would eat, and why we would eat it. So. Take it away, Heather. Somebody just asked me that the other day. Okay, who was? Oh, Kathy Smith. Do you remember my friend Tiny Head, Kathy Smith? Yeah. She lost all of her weight, and, and our friend, well, anyway. Yes. My friend said, oh, your head's so tiny, and that's how she realized she lost weight. <laughs> that's very nice. So that's my friend Kathy Smith. We call her Tiny Head. And she said, hey, what about pickup sessions? Because we must have talked to her about it at some point. Yes, I think we I think did. that's one of our big things. We like right. to talk about that because we don't do it anymore. Right. And, um, so she goes, what did you, what, did you, Oreos? Was it Oreos? I'm like, okay, let's get that straight. I've covered Oreos, first of all, and then Doritos. And they had to be the nacho cheese, not just the, you know. So we were talking about those, and I, you know, and I, she was asking about that, and I, I, it was more of a, like, it almost seemed like a, we are going to do this because we can. I mean, that's how I kind of felt. Like, I'm going to do this because I can. And I'm going to go and just eat whatever I want and not worry about it. And just, you know, and it was just kind of a, a getaway, uh-huh. you know, more than anything for me. And um, just a time that you and I could just go and just have a night and nobody else could be around. <laughs> and it was just our time. Yeah. To do whatever we wanted. Yeah. And be as unhealthy as we wanted. And... We didn't care. Yeah. Nobody nobody was giving us any rules. Nobody was sitting at the lunch counter taking their... Oh, that was you. Nobody was sitting there, <laughs> you know, telling That's another us, story I'll tell <laughs> Hey, no, I already, I already told them, Little Missy, I already told them the story about oh. the black pen. Okay, you know what? That <laughs> is a truthful story. However, I think <laughs> that a cowlick little... Big tooth girl can do whatever she wants. That's why. That's my defense mechanism. Okay. I needed black pen. I needed my pen. <laughs> I, I, I've been doing this episode about um, training your brain to change how you think about food. And I, I thought of us in our pig out sessions and how we used to totally just go do that and we'd, we'd have pepsi and we'd have chips and cookies and we would we'd just sit there and eat neat 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 and and i think you're right it's because we could we knew we could and we were spending time together and we really didn't care of, about how we looked or how we felt or what our health was or anything like that we just did it because we could and because it you know it tasted good to us and so um right yeah and it's everything that we i mean it's like we're gonna get and, and I mean, it, there were similar items every time, but sometimes it was like, I feel like this today. And and you can just do it. And I, I think that um, it, that was the fun part, and it was only us. Right. So it's like, well, nobody else is seeing it. Exactly. It's not really happening. Being rebellious, <laughs> you know, being rebellious and doing something because we could. I, I totally get that, yeah. 
Well, anyway, I I want to thank you for sharing all of your stories with <laughs> our listeners, and I'm definitely going to call you back and talk about other stuff, and I'll hear the end of your your gas story. So, anyway, well, I finally have gas. Well, and I have gas in other areas. Car <laughs> at least is full of gas now, and me. Okay. Yeah, I got some exciting. Do you want to hear? You're going to freak out. Do you want me to tell you as well as the world? Because yeah, something big. You're not pregnant. I'm pregnant. You are not. And believe me, if the entire world wants to help pray for that, because we'll act <gasps> Are you kidding me? You're freaking seriously out, pregnant? and everybody needs to be excited for me, but... Heather, I'm you better not be messing around with me. Worldwide you don't... No. Really, my relationship right. with my husband is the best ever. So start over. Wait, 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 wait. Heather, what? What? Did you just... What? Are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Are you messing around? Yes. Would I do that? Yes, you would. No, I, I would not mess around with this. This is not something oh I feel about. <laughs> oh, I, Heather. I, the minute I found out, I, I, I've been freaking out a little, you know, I just, I just found out and I'm just freaking out. So. Yes. Well, Heather, everything works out for the best for for it you. Will. It does. Well, everything know, works out. But if you want one, you can come and get mine. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm messing with that. Please don't send the children's services. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. So you need to call me back when you're not in worldwide. And yes, I will. I'm ca- I'm calling you back. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Heather. You like that little bomb I dropped? Isn't that nice? Heather, I adore you. Thank you so much for answering the phone and for talking to me. I love you, and I'll call you back. All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Oh, my God. She's totally... I've told... This is absolutely 100% a raw reaction. She is... I I did not know that she was pregnant. This is... This is crazy. It's awesome, and it's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Anyway... That is my friend Heather, and I totally adore her, and she basically said it all. Um, we will probably have to go back and revisit uh, her in about nine months and find out how she's doing, but um, that was Heather. Now, I'm going to be doing entire episodes on food, meals that you should choose when dining out, and easy to you know easy things to prepare at home if you have just a few ingredients, you know, and so on, things like that. But for now, I'm going to give you an idea of how I have trained my brain to crave healthy foods. And by doing so, I get to eat a lot more, a lot more food. So I'm going to tell you the foods that I eat on a typical day. And actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you exactly what I ate yesterday in its entirety. This is every single thing that I ate yesterday. Um, I got up very early to go on my hike with Pickles and I shared a medium apple with her because she loves apples. She doesn't like the skin. No, 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 no skin. But she does like the inside of the apple. So I bite it off and give her a piece. But when I got back home, I had a bowl of cereal, which included one cup of fruit sweetened cornflakes, one cup of unsweetened organic silk soy milk, a half a cup of frozen blueberries, and one tablespoon of ground flaxseed, which, holy cow, I'm going to have to push the good fats episode that I've got for you farther up to the top of the hopper because 
do I have some things to tell you about flaxseed? I mean, it's absolutely amazing. But anyway, after breakfast, then a few hours later, I had my peanut butter smoothie, which consisted of one and a half cups of unsweetened organic silk soy milk, two tablespoons of organic natural peanut butter, and it is just crushed up peanuts, people. <laughs> it's just peanuts. It's There's no sugar in it. There's no fancy ingredients that you can't pronounce. There's no chemicals. It's just peanuts, just chopped up peanuts. It's really, really good. And one tablespoon of agave nectar, which is cactus nectar, which is really delicious. It's spelled A-G-A-V-E, agave nectar, um, really delicious stuff, and a little bath water. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't have any bath water with my smoothie. Um, but for lunch, I had a large, and I mean large, golden baked potato. And I call these candy potatoes because they are so good that they just taste like candy to me. I mean, you can buy them in a sack or individually because they sell them everywhere, but they're called golden potatoes and they are really, really delicious. And a large one takes about seven minutes in the microwave and you just wash it, put it in a bowl with a little bit of water on the bottom and cover it and stick it in your microwave and cook it for seven minutes and you're totally done. It's just delicious and very, very easy. And I, I, I just don't think I'm ever going to have a russet potato again. <laughs> Sorry, Idaho. <laughs> no, I like Idaho. I don't want to get letters about Idaho. <laughs> I really like Idaho. Um, on top of my candy potato, I had one tablespoon of non-dairy butter and a little bit of salt. And also, I had a nice garden salad, a real big salad with tons of romaine and butter lettuce, which I love the butter lettuce. It's just really a yummy kind of lettuce. And um, I had a handful of cranberries, a couple of tablespoons of walnuts, a large serving of fried tofu, which is totally easy to make and wonderful, wonderful on salads. It's just delicious. And I'll get into how to prepare tofu in a, in a future episode, but it's really delicious. And also uh, some low-calorie Italian dressing. So that was my lunch. In the afternoon, I grabbed a huge section of red delicious grapes and one large handful, I guess I'd say about a third of a cup, of assorted nuts, which included raw walnuts, uh, raw almonds, cashews, and peanuts. And for dinner, I had a nice serving of stir-fry, which had brown rice, tofu, Cabbage, snap peas, broccoli, mushrooms, bean sprouts, red bell peppers, garlic, onions, and tamari sauce. And I drank just shy of three liters of water throughout the day and snagged three huge strawberries on my way to bed. And that was it. That was my day. And I had a total of 1,585 calories yesterday. And that is a lot of food for only 1,585 calories. And there are 100 calories in one fudge-covered Oreo. One Oreo. One fudge-covered Oreo. 100 calories. I mean, it's like one bite. <laughs> one bite. And there are 700 calories in half a bag of Doritos. And there's 150 calories in one can of Pepsi. So if I were still on my pig out plan, I could eat a half a bag of Doritos, one can of Pepsi, and seven Oreos. And I would equal the calories that I ate throughout the entire day yesterday. 
a whole day of food, everybody, a whole day of food. Not to mention that my body is so much happier with me now that I've stopped eating food that's bad for me. And <laughs> let me tell you, I mean, I'm not going to get into details or anything, but let's just say that eating more than one or two fudge covered Oreos in a day makes your poop black. <laughs> Well, it does. It makes your poop black. And something about that just does not sit right with me. I mean, I'm not sure if there's a color chart out there or anything, but solid black poop, it just cannot be good. <laughs> but that, you know, that's what my body was telling me. You know, it did not like what I was putting into it. It was like, oh, yeah. You're going to give me crap to eat? Well, here, here's some black poop for you. How do you like that? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, who knew I'd be talking about black poop? Okay. <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I honestly didn't think I'd be talking to you people about black poop. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? I think it's time that we wake up a little bit. Listening to the specific details of what someone ate over the course of a day is probably pretty boring. I, I'm just now discovering. So let's do 30 seconds of goodness to perk up things a little bit. And today, all you have to do is tighten your butt. <laughs> you know, just tighten it really good and then loosen it and then tighten it really good. So, you know, and nobody's going to know you're doing this. It's just like holding your stomach. Nobody's going to know. Unless somebody's actually staring at your butt at the time, they're really not going to know. Um, but so wherever you are, you can definitely do this. No matter what you're doing, you can do this. Just squeeze and release your butt cheeks over and over until I tell you to stop. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, everybody. You know what it's time to do. Time to start squeezing your butt. You can do it. Squeeze your butt. You know, pretend that you're trying to squeeze something between your butt cheeks, like paper plate or something. Squeeze that butt. Squeeze it. And you got four seconds left. Come on, squeeze it! Yeah, I just did it a little bit longer for good measure. Good job, you guys. So this training my brain process certainly didn't happen overnight. It was a slow evolving process. But in a nutshell, when I was craving something bad for me, I would quickly redirect my attention on something else. For example, I used to be a huge boredom eater. I mean, basically, I would just eat things, I mean, bad things, because I was bored and because they were there. So I would be sitting at the computer or sitting on my sofa and just think, wow, a bowl of strawberry ice cream and some cake sounds really good right now. So I would just stop and just stop and think about that for just a minute. And, you know, like think what part of that snack sounds good to me? The strawberry ice cream and the cake part, dummy. <laughs> no, but what, what I wasn't thinking about was chocolate or candy or potato chips. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about those. I was thinking about strawberries and cake. So the longer I waited and would sit there and think about it, 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 was, it was really amazing because I would realize what I was really craving. And I had this time that I needed to think of a substitution. 
And again, I know I keep saying this, but I've got an episode coming up regarding substitutions, so I won't get too detailed about this here. But I came up with a perfect 120 calorie substitution for this craving that I was having. And I'll let my poop, <laughs> my father, <laughs> for those of you who haven't listened to episode five yet, <laughs> you're like, what is she talking about her poop? She's got this poop thing going on. But I will let him tell you all about my stuff that rocks. I like it a lot. Okay, gang. You like strawberry shortcake? Here's a little tip for you. Go to your distributor today. Go down to the store and get you some Rose Water. Take it home. Put it in the Rose Water. Just a little bit with high sugar. Then pour some strawberries into the water, baby. Yay, poop. <laughs> so this is what I came up with, you know, my own low fat, low calorie version of strawberry shortcake. You just toast one frozen waffle and you top it with some strawberries. And, you know, if you want, you can sprinkle a little sweetener, you know, on the berries, maybe some agave nectar or, you know, some stevia or something. We'll get into that too about all the different types of sweeteners that are out there. But you can put a little sweetener on the berries if you want to make them a little sweeter. And then just squirt a little bit of the non-dairy whipped topping on top. And, you know, there you have it. You have strawberry shortcake that's less than 120 calories per serving. And it's so hard now to find vegan frozen waffles. And incidentally, if you happen to be sitting here listening to me and you happen to be a manufacturer of vegan frozen waffles, I would really like it if you would write to me. <laughs> Please write. But it's hard to find frozen waffles that don't have any eggs or milk or honey in them. So I actually went out and bought a little waffle maker for nine bucks, and that just does the trick. And I can whip up some egg free batter in about three minutes and have my own waffles 90 seconds later. So it's really, really great, and it's worked out really well for me. But Definitely low-fat frozen waffles, especially if you're only eating one or two at a time. I mean, don't go crazy, just one or two at a time. They are really a good substitution for higher fat and calorie items like cookies or cakes or sugar breads. So definitely check them out. So I really encourage you all to begin the process of training your brain to crave healthier foods. I think Everybody has probably heard of the notion out there that it takes 21 days to break a habit. Just give your brain 21 days to try and change. Just stop thinking about dieting forever. Just try training your brain to change how you think about food for three weeks. Just three weeks. And those three weeks will just fly by. And before you know it, you'll be uncontrollably drawn to the produce section of your grocery store. <laughs> You'll just have this inexplicable urge to buy fruits and vegetables that you've never even heard of before. I mean, it's amazing what your body and mind can do if you just give them a chance. <laughs> 
So until next time, start training your brain to change. Stop yourself when you're having a craving. Just stop yourself. I mean, wait two minutes and use that time to think of a healthier option for yourself. You're going to want to try new foods, experiment with some things, take some new chances, buy some things that you never thought you would buy before. Um, You know, you really, really can do this. I mean, you just, you can change your eating habits. And after you spend some time training your brain, you really will begin to crave the healthier options. Honestly, if you would have talked to me three years ago, I would have said there is no stinking way I'm ever going to stop craving well, let's just say it, Oreo cookies. Obviously, I have a thing for Oreo cookies because I talk about them constantly. But there's just no way I'm ever going to stop craving Oreo cookies. I just no way. But I have. And, and actually, the thought of eating an Oreo cookie now doesn't sound good to me at all. It makes me feel a little queasy. It's almost too much for me because I know I can have so much more food to substitute for just one cookie. So just... Give this a shot. Give this gift to yourself. Just give it a try for three weeks. Try changing your brain. And just be proud of the steps that you're making to ensure that you have a healthy, happy life. You are amazing. You know, yes, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. You're listening to me. I'm talking to you, sitting there or standing there. You. You are amazing. You know, you're, see- you're seeking things out. You're seeking out help. And you can do this. You really can do this. Have faith in yourself and you will do this. This is Wendy for Yell at Your Fat. Thanks so much for listening.